and welcome to the Money Magic Podcast with Vangile Makwakwa. This is the podcast where we talk about trauma and how it affects our finances and our lives. I help women of color unlock ancestral wisdom so they can fall in love with their bank accounts, increase income, and live their best lives. This podcast was birthed when I started having conversations with private clients and students in my online courses about the remarkable shifts they'd had in their finances and started receiving feedback and updates from people on how these conversations were helping them understand their family dynamics and financial behavior. I've seen how unlocking ancestral wisdom has helped me pay off $60,000 in debt, buy property, launch and grow my company Wealthy Money into a six-figure business in US dollars as I travel and live in various countries on the globe. I've lived in over eight countries and traveled to many more as I built this company. My intention with this podcast is to provide you with weekly episodes that help you understand the importance of healing and help you understand your relationship with money better so you can start making different financial decisions and creating a life you love for yourself and future generations. So without further ado, let's get started and dive into this week's episode. Welcome to episode six of the Money Magic series. Oh, guys, I am in love with the series. And I know that you guys are too, because you send me emails and you just send me lots of inboxes. So I'm super excited. Today, um, oh, my name is Vangile Makwakwa, and I am the founder of Wealthy Money. I help uh, people heal ancestral trauma around money. And I've started this series where I'm interviewing the students from my signature course, the Money Magic course, to find out about their shifts around money, but also to hear their perspective on money and trauma. And with me today is Polite. And Polite is awesome as a guest, right? Because she's one of our womb teachers in the course so she is a student but she also she then started teaching hashtag womb wednesday so wow guys i can't even tell you what the course is like especially the student group with womb wednesday so without further ado thank you polite welcome to the show Thank you, Vanille. Thank you for having me. I am so honored to be here. Um, you know, deep down, because I get so excited. Well, deep down, I'm I'm doing a happy dance, but I'm going to this here. <laughs> but I'm glad to be here. I'm really, really excited to have this chat with you and to share my experience, because yeah. as they say, the greatest teacher, and you can actually speak from authority when you have experienced yeah. something for yourself. So I'm really, really glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, no, thank you for coming. Um, I feel so blessed because I feel like um, with the student group, I get to know the students so intimately. And obviously, you guys get to know me intimately as well, right? Things that I don't share with 
anyone else. And I think it's the same for everyone else in the group. It's this beautiful, safe space. So we get to know each other really well. But before mm-hmm. we even get started, because I know everybody's probably like, oh my God, womb work. Like we want to talk about that and I want us to get there. But start mm-hmm. us by telling us about yourself and what you do. <laughs> All right. So my name is Polite. Um, it's the name I go by. My other name is Madigole. Um, mm-hmm. I'm born of the clans of Majila, Ndala, Nube, and Matibabu. Wow. These are my ancestry wow. line. I am residing wow. in South Africa, Pretoria. And yes, I'm a divine being. I'm a creator. I am a mother, a sister, a daughter. I'm a business person, an aspiring um, land owner, a prospective one, actually. <laughs> you own land, though. You can't <laughs> be like, I am an aspiring land owner. So, guys, Polite is being all nice, right? She invited Mizo and I, and we went to see. She actually owns land. She is doing some agricultural stuff, not some, she's doing agricultural stuff, right? And farming. And not only that, Mm. but she also owns a factory. So we came to see this land that, and the factory, and the factory is in prime land. That's a, so I'm just yeah. going to hype it up and tell the truth as it is, right? It's like all, right. Midst, <laughs> all these big, big brands, right? Like, and yeah. Polite is like the factory is right there. So it's prime land yeah. and it's really awesome. So there's mm-hmm. no aspiring mm-hmm. to it, Polite. You're doing things. <laughs> Oh, well, I, I, I thank you, Ben, for uh, highlighting my boss of invisibility during the people. <laughs> during the people. Yeah. You guys can rely <laughs> on me to do that, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know I can. But yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's, that's And yeah, so what I do, as Ben has already highlighted, I'm an industrialist, I'm a co-owner mm-hmm. and partner in a manufacturing yeah. facility and a recycling business as well. So we recycle mm-hmm. plastic and we manufacture plastic as well. And I'm also yeah. launching, thanks to the income challenge, I hope to get to share with on it later, I'm launching an online yeah. Greenlit Co, um, which will be oh, coming wow. September, surprise. <laughs> and yeah, that, that's wow. what I do in my private, private space. I am... Um, a coach um, to parents and I'm a coach and a facilitator to parents and learners Um, and and, and learners mostly from school, um, from crash, from birth, you name it. Um, It's a space I'm still defining for myself. So I haven't sort of come out about it yet, but I've been in it for a decade (laughs) and a half. Um, Oh, wow. Yes. It's since 2000. It's actually, I'm actually minimizing it. It's since 2003. I've been doing the work. Wow. One of those things that um, I'm hoping we'll get to expand on it um, because it, it, it is so relevant to how you teach yeah. the work, how you teach us yeah. that is, um, we should always ask what other way, you know, what is what other way that is unique to me can I present yes. a particular offering? So for years, yes. I've been to articulate that, to say this is what I'm yeah. doing because it's like, oh, you're a career coach, but I'm not that, you know, but I don't know. Yeah. 
No, yeah. I'm not on career and I'm neither a life coach per se. So it's a space yeah. I'm still defining. So I'm working mostly with people who are risk takers and freestylers. Ah. You know, we like what the spirit and we'd like to put the, our children's life, our child's lives in your in your space. So yeah, oh, so right wow. now as a basis. So I'm working with kids in schools who are normally in those grades, you know, the kids that are always like Nah, they're not so clever they are in those yeah. country if you are in grade 12 yeah. D E F G, ah, we don't it's, give you that much yeah that that is yeah the, i work with most of the time yeah so yeah that's what I. it is so yeah sorry i just wanted to say what you just said it's so important because those kids are often not given attention. And the irony is when um, you listen to people like Robert Kiyosaki, they talk about the C students and your D students at times being the ones that go out to hire the A and B students and they start these incredible companies. So I feel like it is so important because you guys know, I've shared this a lot in the student group, how school was really, really difficult for me. It was not the um, academics. It was the um, interpersonal things around school. It was all the other things. Like if I had to just go to school and write and do things, I was an A student. But I was also one of those students that was seen as deeply troubling. And Mm -hmm. at one point it was just like, maybe she'll get a matric and past grade 12, and that is enough. (laughs) And those are the aspirations for me. And that's okay. (laughs) And look at you now, right? (laughs) Yeah, so it's it's, it's quite interesting. So yeah, I think maybe during the course of this interview, it'll come up again, and maybe I'll get more. Oh no, I would love to hear more about that. And I'm sure there's mothers out there who probably have troubled kids like I was a troubled kid right Mm -hmm. and they just like we don't know what to do with this child and I'll be honest the reason why I even finished high school was because I was in therapy right and I was getting help to try and maneuver this world and I still I feel like the reason why I can do wealthy money the way that I do is because I know that parts of me really struggle with the rest of the world, you know, and how to maneuver Um, it. So I had to figure out a way how to still be me. And instead Mm -hmm. of trying to fit into it, create my own thing and bring my tribe who's like, "Uh, no, this is whatever's (laughs) going on here doesn't fit in with me. Right. And I think that's why we (laughs) like each other so much in the group because we're like, oh, my God, (laughs) we see each other. Yeah. Like, so oh, like, oh my god this makes so much sense because we all yeah. feel that yeah. sense of kinship mm-hmm. so yeah but polite mm-hmm. let's start off on the money aspect what does money mean to you how would you describe money to an alien you know i said with that question and <laughs> i actually have spent so much time on it because um <laughs> i must actually at the beginning to say what money work money changes as you expand and do the work you know your definition yeah. becomes different mm. with you. you know so the more you consciously and intentionally work with the work 
the more you start understanding it on a different level. So currently for me, the basic would be that money is energy and an energy that has frequency. It means it has frequency and it is an external energy that aligns because we are also energy as people that aligns to our our unique um, print. Do you get what I mean? So money takes Mm. the shape. So that's how I see money. Energy, I am energy, but it will only take the, the shape of the unique print that I have. You know what I mean? So that's that. And it will be a point of reflection. I feel like money, um, and I will refer now quickly to the bank account challenge. Money shows you yeah. who you are. It's one of those things. Yes. Relationships is a mirror. So I feel like money is yeah. also a mirror. It's a good place to tell yourself the truth. <laughs> I like how you say it in the bank account challenges. Um, the, the Jay-Z code. Um, um, men lie, women lie, but numbers don't lie. <laughs> you know, you can tell yourself I'm rich and affirm all ten years, but your account will tell you the truth. <laughs> your balance sheet. I uh, yeah. <laughs> think it's a it's a beautiful mirror. If you engage it, it's a mirror. And lastly, for me, it's a platform for manifestation, experience, and expression. So I feel like money gives us that basis for us to be able to um, to manifest because in this 3D reality. It is an agreed means of exchange um, where value is concerned. So if I want to manifest a car, um, for example, I mean, a physical thing, I have to engage money. So it's that platform. An expression would mean that um, because we are in a 3D reality, touch physical things, to me, for to express myself artistically, I will need money to buy paints and all of those things. So And to manifest my desire in reality and the experience of life, money becomes a co-creator mm. and a partner in creating that space for you. So that is money for me. That's what it is. Whew. Okay, I love this. I love it because you just took the frequency aspect and you just took it a lot deeper for us. Wow. Mm. I feel like everyone's going to need to like pause and just like sit with that. Right. Because what you've just said is that actually what I'm hearing is that there is this interplay in the universe, right? It goes back to this law of divine oneness that Mm. everything is interconnected, that the frequency of money also depends on my frequency, right? Mm. So my imprint also impacts my, the imprint of money and that frequency. So, oh, wow, that is so interesting because what came to mind for me was that if I believe that the only way to make money is through the hustle, then money can only come to me through the hustle because my imprint is hustle. So I can only get hustle money. But if my imprint is ease, then I can only get, then I can get ease money. Gosh, guys, you see why I do these interviews. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm actually even thinking that is so powerful. Um, And to expand further on that, on what you just said, it's that um, it speaks of um, the truth. You know how sometimes we think we believe we are in ease mode, but we are in hustle mode and we're trying to get mode and nothing comes through because our print is in hustle mode and the truth means honoring that means that if i allowed myself to see myself and be truthful to myself and see that actually i love hustling then it means i will align myself with that energy of hustling and then get money (laughs) do you get what i mean yes 
made that sense and I had that, ah, I see now, yeah. Oh my gosh. So I'm going to just jump straight into the um, womb work, right? Because I wanted to share something that came up with uh, my relationship coach, whom I will have on the show later as well, even though she's not a Money Magic student, just as a guest appearance. It's um, one of the things that came up for us in the work when we're doing, because it's tantra work that we do, so there's a lot of womb work involved as well, right? Was how when we looked at my birth story, my mother loves sharing the story. She shared it at the retreat with the <laughs> students at the village retreat um, in December. And she said, when I was, uh, when she was pregnant with me, for nine months, nobody believed she was pregnant, right? And it's like, yeah, they all thought that it was um, pseudo-pregnancy or like a psychological thing because they said my mother couldn't have kids. So wow. she actually went to the ancestors and asked for honey and ice. So she always calls us her spirit children, right? Wow. So, um, yeah, so she then said that, uh, when she was pregnant with me, I was in her womb for nine months and the doctors couldn't find a heartbeat. They couldn't find Jack. I wouldn't move. I didn't do anything. And only, and I would only move when she would pat my stomach, uh, her stomach and be like, hello, is someone there? And she was the only one that literally knew for a fact that I was there and that she was pregnant because she would feel me. And I would just not move. I didn't show myself. I didn't, you care. And then in the last few, like in the last, right? So in the last week or the last two weeks of her pregnancy, so she's at the hospital doing her work as a nurse. And like, I start kicking and letting everybody know now that I am ready to come out. And this is me, right? And so she's like, at that moment, the doctors were like, oh my God, you are pregnant. Her supervisor was like, you need to go home. You need to take leave. Oh my gosh. So then she got extended leave and everything because she never got leave with me. She was working throughout since nobody believed her. Right. And she just gave up on trying to make me show that I was actually there. It wasn't in her head. And then like two weeks when I was ready to finally come out, I made myself known. And so in the coaching session, this came up and I was like to my coach, I don't even know why this is coming up, right? And so then we, were still, then we started exploring it and she was like, maybe this is just who you are. This is how, like your personality is, has always been you. And since she's like also a very close friend of mine, she was like, as long as I've known you, you only do things at a pace that is yours, that works for you. So this story just shows that if you are going to try and make things happen in any way or be pushed mm -hmm. into something, it won't work even with your business, even with money. And may I tell you that, that was probably one of the most transformative discussions I've ever mm -hmm. had because it helped me understand even who I was at my core. I started looking at how my things work. And it is true. Like everyone, and it's funny, at the retreat, everyone was like, yeah, we believe Zan did that for nine months. <laughs> <In the room. laughs> so all, all the money magic students were like, 
<laughs> yeah, that that is so. That sounds exactly like who she is, you know. And my mother was like, "This is how I've. This is how I was introduced to Vanilla. Mm. You know, this is her." And when I mm-hmm. think about it, for years, and she told the story in 2018, but for two years, I still. It took me up until 2020, the beginning of 2020, when we did this work with my mm-hmm. coach to really grasp who I am. And mm-hmm. I started to understand that, oh, this is also my frequency of money. Like I don't, I am so stressed when I have to do the most and show things and prove things. And you guys have seen that, like in the course, I'll just be like, I can't do it. I thought I was going to do a class today, but my womb is not feeling it, you know? So Mm -hmm. this brings me back. This whole lengthy explanation is to say that we all understand who we are at our core. And if we operate from that, it affects our finances. It can really change our finances. But tell us about the link between money and the womb and our core personalities. And also tell us also about this, kind of like understanding how our personalities are formed even in the womb and how it works with money. That's a long story, but I'm sure people got the point. <laughs> well, um, for the benefit of those that have never um, considered the womb, so to say, or have never paid yeah. attention and to that extent that they would even um, link it to money, I would start with yeah. the fact that it's important to take step back and reflect on the fact that every living human being that exists on this planet comes from a womb. Mm. It's mm. to think about it, but it's actually profound in itself. When you do the deeper, mm. <laughs> every yeah. existence, um, uh, mostly most creatures are birthed from the womb. So it's your place of origin. If you think about it, your journey doesn't start at birth. It starts at conception. You know what I mean? So that nine months was a whole journey. You were a living being. You get what I mean? Um, politics aside, though, a lot of things aside. Yeah. Um, began, yeah. And I'm saying that taking your story into, into play because I had an aha moment <laughs> there, you know? <laughs> yeah. um, that's, that's your zero point. That's where it all started. Yeah. And that yeah. was your life, that was your world, that was where you existed first. So yeah. it's, it's a place where most of us come into this world. In fact, all of us. I don't know if any person yeah. will You know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, and then um, secondly, I would say, just to build on this, is that with the money work that we do or with the work that we do, you come to appreciate yeah. the body because this yeah. is you, you were born and you were you were conceived and you were born yeah. from the womb then you exited and existed as a physical living entity here yeah. there was a sort of mine who said your body is the only legal entity that allows your existence in this time and space do you get what i mean so this particular Ooh. body is very very very, very <laughs> I know it's very important, you know. So yeah. it it is to come home to the body before we can actually now zoom in onto the womb because there's yeah. a very dissociative relationship that we have with the body as a whole. You know what I mean? So that's mm. the, those are the and 
thirdly, it would be we are more than this particular body, the physical mm. body. But the physical body in itself is an intelligent, uh, there's no word to explain it, but I will just use intelligent. It's a <laughs> yeah. highly intelligent, organized system put together that makes mm. you a human being. Oh, this is a point where we have to talk about your background in uh, why you could say this. <laughs> in human physiology. Yes. Exactly. So, so uh, maybe Polite studied human <laughs> physiology, guys. So this is why he also gets to teach the womb work, to teach us about yeah. our own physiology. But continue, Polite. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, so that, that, that's how it all started, actually, the journey. I'll share it at the, towards the end of the, this, answering this question. So, yeah, so once yeah. you understand the, the, the intelligent mechanism, that this whole intelligence that exists that makes you legal on this particular planet, then you start yeah. having a deeper appreciation of it. So a coming, there's a popular phrase that talks about coming home to self, you know, um, mm. going journeying in and all of those things. Um, Initially, one would think it's woo-woo stuff, esoteric, you have to sit, meditate, think, and all of those things. But yeah. this work and what I'm learning, yeah. even as I teach and I teach as I learn, is that yeah. the body is a living thing and it's an actual practical journey. It's not a yeah. woo-woo, far-fetched, whatever. It's yeah. very, very real-time, practical. The body is living, the body speaks, the body Yes, the body contains memories. The body is a library. Mm. The body is a record. It's it's a it's magic. Basically, it's yes. like freaking magic. <laughs> you know, I don't have a better way to put it. So yeah. when you get to the point where um, they they always say know thyself. You know, um, when you yeah. go to the people help me and like no you need to know yourself who are you the first point of departure is to know this body you know what i mean mm. know your physiology know mm. all of it we haven't had that most of us like i said our engagement has always been very dissociative so knowing yes. is a term there's a term in the group a lot it was my first first installation um it's a greek term again i learned it from church funny enough um yes. it's called you know Gnosko means to be intimately acquainted with something, very ah. deeply, deeply acquainted with something. So the knowing here, when we say know yourself, know your body, we're talking about have an intimate relationship so you can be in, in acquainted with its mechanism so that you can use it to the benefit. Because the body is here to serve you. Do you get what I mean? It's here to serve you and to serve your purpose and to advance your purpose as well. So that intimate knowing. And then secondly, you get to know yourself as a masculine and you get to know yourself as a feminine being. Do you get what I mean? And as a woman, you embody more of the feminine being. And then as a feminine body, you have particular body parts in themselves that actually show that, hey, that person is embodying the feminine energy. Do you get what I mean? That will be your breast. That will be all your sexual wow. organs and those things. So now you know your physical body. Then when you get into mm. that relationship, um, then you get to now start to understand that your body talks back to you. Your body is more than just this physical mechanism with blood and milk and stuff going in mm. and out. Then as a, as a distinguishing factor of a feminine would be your womb, for yeah. example. It's your yes. 
and I'm, I'm just going to go straight to that. So your womb is one of the distinguishing, main distinguishing factors of your femininity. Yeah. Women yeah. our experiences, our emotions, um, and, and our, in our body. But on a basic, basic level, going back to point one, we will have to acknowledge that it's a center of creation, right? Any human being who feels like they need to come from wherever they're coming from and they come to 2020, although we, I could have told somebody, wait for next year, it's COVID-19. <laughs> but uh, people will want to come either way. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 2020 is led. It's like, no, don't come now, come next year. But it's okay, you are not coming, right? Um, so any being that wants to come, comes through the womb. So as a woman, already it gives you the privilege, you know, the, the understanding that this place is a place of creating from spirit and bringing into the natural. Creating from wherever realm that bodily beings come from, and then it incubates and then brings birth. So from that, um, they always say as with spirit, as with the physical. Do you get what I mean? So it means that whatever you want to create, wow. you have to tap into the womb. So that's the practical, simple way I can actually describe the link of the womb being the center of creation and it being, um, yes. so I can create anything from my womb. Yes. Um, so it leads yes. um, to the fact that you incubate babies and you birth things into reality and things i mean mm. thing that you can birth yes through the womb do you get what i mean um, yes um one last point i wanted to make is that in, in the incubation period in the stomach yeah yeah so um before even incubation and creation i actually wanted to say so for the most part we are creators it's a given right yes for the most part, though, because of how we are, we are groomed and how we grew up and how we indoctrinated, we create unconsciously. Yeah. So whatever yeah. we do is not by chance. It's unconscious creation. It's just that. Do you get what I mean? So when you actually draw into your womb, you are taking a journey of privilege. By this is you are coming back to the point where I was saying, I'm going back to my womb. And then if I get into my womb, the privileges of now understanding your power, that's the first thing, you get the privilege of understanding your power to now consciously and intentionally create and manifest the reality that you desire. Yeah, that's me, man. I even forgot what the question was. <laughs> but here I I think I think we have all forgotten and that's good. So now I guess the big thing is, now that you know that your womb is so powerful, how can you, um, how have you been able to see ancestral trauma impact the power of creation from the womb? Because that's essentially the work that we do in the course, right? Is like we keep digging <laughs> and then we find like things. <laughs> when, well, yeah, no, let, let, let me just refer to my notes because the, the womb work is a lot, so I had to really be very methodological about it. I'm going to have to... That's okay. Yeah. I'm loving um, how when I ask you guys to come on the show, you guys are like, I am going to make a few notes on some of the questions <laughs> that you're going to ask. 
Okay, then go for it. <laughs> we take this thing seriously, we wealthy ones. It's our I conscience. love it. I love that. <laughs> this is why, guys, the student group is life. Because before it's people so comment on anything, there is so much mm. thought that goes into every comment. By the mm. time you read a comment, like you are having shifts on levels. You know, mm. when you bring a problem to the table, you know mm. that whatever is being the, the answers or the comments or the questions that people are asking are always going to be on some, whoa, that is next level stuff. I love that about you guys. <laughs> we love you too, and we love that about ourselves too. <laughs> it's a beautiful place to be. Yeah. So ancestral trauma then. Um, I'm going to first, um, there was a question you had sent me that I want to, because like I said, my mind is already in this methodological set point where I have to about trauma, right? And mm. my trauma, my former definition and how, where I am currently with trauma, and then it's going to take us to ancestry and all of that. So initially... Okay, so let me ask that question then. Let's backtrack, guys. So how has your definition of trauma changed since okay. doing the course? Why did you think trauma was and how has it since evolved? Okay, so... Prior to that, there was no framework for me to even consider what trauma really is, honestly. Um, it was just limited to the context of um, my biological background and physiology background because I had the opportunity also of working. I mean, we work with the body and we work to heal diseases in the body. So trauma for me was, we even had a trauma unit in the hospital I worked. I mean, every hospital has a trauma unit. These are people who are stabbed, car accidents, um, yeah. hectic, hectic. Um, what you call it, mm. uh, damaging, you know, on, then on their physical body. Then we know that this person is experiencing trauma, you know, and then as you grow, you actually learn that there's actually trauma that's linked to psychology, your history. Um, I mean, we watch movies, there's always a lady on the couch and always asking, tell us about the relationship with your mom and your dad. You know what I mean? So then you start having a bit of an understanding that it's yeah. to your body, it's also linked to your mind, to your your history um and how yeah. you all of those things um but that that was the limited context but i had never honestly given it deeper consideration outside that but what it came to me to be right now when i sat with myself to say what really has trauma been since i joined this course for me trauma is um and the excessive harm right that impacts spirit it impacts mind it impacts body, mm. it impacts soul. So it wow. can be any part of your being. Do you get what I mean? So that yes. is how it has expanded from just what I thought it was. Um, and then it also changed. Um, okay, before I go there, it, it's also a desensitization of one's Ooh. being. When you are being Ooh. absolutely desensitized from who you are as a person. You get in your totality as a woman, Ooh. as a child baby yes. as, as, as a grown-up as an old woman as an old man anything that desensitizes you from who you are as a being you get what i mean yeah that's um so thirdly trauma wow polite what you've just said is so deep hey but continue mm -hmm. sorry i just wanted to acknowledge it <laughs> thank you for that um and then trauma would also be the lessening in one of the god self so anything 
anything that comes into your life and lessens to whatever degree the sense of godness, godliness, that the God self and spirit self and divine being in you for me is trauma. And the lastly, the, the, the is anything that disempowers you at an mm. excessive. So we have the fact that it's an excess impact where you are so disempowered in any sort of way such that you cannot um, have agency over your life, agency yes. over your being, agency over all of that. Yes. So having said all of that, it brought a deeper context for me that trauma in itself yeah. um, could be... Um, you know, I thought that trauma was when it's a huge blow, you know, and you know, like you're bleeding yeah. and all of this. And then I should yes. realize that actually trauma can be as light as a feather, you know? The, the, yes. it's, it's like yeah, that major trauma can be implicated with light, very light blows, as light as a feather. And that is why for yes. most of us, we, don't, we are traumatized. Do you get yes. what I mean? And yes. indicated that there are things like spiritual trauma. When imagine yeah. all your life, you through your life being told that you are less than, that you are not yes. God, that you're not divine, yes. that you're not a creator, yes. that you're not, that is spiritual trauma. You're being traumatized, mm. and it's, it's 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 nice, you know, it's nicely done. And I don't think for the mm. most part it's intentionally done, but a part yes. of your spirit is finished with every time every person. Says, or somebody says that to you. Yes. And again, can yes. somebody lessen your agency, your capability to yes. the extent because it has to be repetitive over a period of time? Do you get what I mean? Yes. Go there. But because, like I said, it can be so light, it can be so, so elusive, man, that you don't think you are traumatized at ah. all. So yes. that is trauma, is um, my understanding. Do this work has yes and i'm just yeah. thinking you know when you were talking about that it's like something that we keep touching on in the group even this thing that parents do to children that a child you take a child to church you know and that child says mm -hmm. church is not my thing like i'm thinking to me for myself I was very, very lucky that my mom found the church when i was in my teens and could finally advocate for myself but mm. honestly, for most of my life, up until I was 16, I was allowed to believe whatever. And I think that shaped so much of who I was at my core. Mm. And a mm. big thing, it's like, I came home, I know like at the age of 10, like they would try to get me to church on Sundays. I'm like, I don't do church, Sunday school. I'm already traumatized by school. Please don't make me do this. And everyone in the house was like, yeah, whatever let her be. There was no forcing. But um, what I see often in the group was, is this thing that keeps coming up for us was how there were spiritual violations. And we don't even think of spiritual abuse as a thing of mm -hmm. the soul that comes into this world. And a soul knows who they are, knows their journey. Just like I was saying, being in the womb for nine months, right? Mm -hmm. And already I was showing who I was as a person, you know? Mm -hmm. So the hustle mm -hmm. of having to go to school already was so traumatic for my soul because already, what was I doing in the womb? Chilling, doing zero, almost nothing. I didn't turn when I was asked to turn. I didn't do anything. I mean, I turned, but like I didn't kick when I had to kick. I didn't 
do anything. I didn't show myself when I didn't want to show myself. So that in essence was me. And now you find mm -hmm. souls that already have their own unique spiritual journey. And what we do is we go, this is the path. Our mm -hmm. parents describe mm -hmm. a path for us, subscribe a path for us. And we are forced to be on that path, be it. And it's not just with religion, right? It's also mm -hmm. even with spiritual practices. It's like mm -hmm. we can force a soul to meditate when a soul really wants to explore prayer. We can mm -hmm. force a soul to do ancestral practices when a mm -hmm. soul is here to explore, I don't know, atheism or being atheist or something or agnostic. Mm -hmm. Anything that has nothing to do with us. And we don't see that as a deep, deep trauma of like spiritual trauma that is carried mm. by a soul. So mm. when you look at that, you would think this has nothing to do with money and this is not a trauma. Yeah. This is just something that I did. But mm -hmm. as we do the work in the course, what comes up is this is a deep God wound. This is yeah. extremely intense because it divorced me mm -hmm. from my sole purpose and my exploration of what God is, of, of what, or who God is, or what divinity is for me, not for my mm -hmm. parents, not for society. And we don't, and we would never see that as trauma, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... That being said, let's go back to the question on ancestral trauma and okay. the womb. Like, how have you seen ancestral trauma or how do you understand with your background in, in human physiology, but also with the work that you now teach in the group mm -hmm. and the work that you do and we all do, how have you understood ancestral trauma and how it's passed on in the womb and how it then impacts our ability to manifest mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i'll have to start it with the fact that when we are all born we are born into a collective consciousness so when we make our journey into life right we are born and i'll, I'll use let me use practical aspects of our being that's how I got to first understand it because honestly, when I came into the course, I was like, Yo, 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 white girl. Yeah, calling cutters as sisters. Yeah. What's the penny? So some of us were redeemed, yeah? We're not redeemed. Yeah, I know. Hey, I and I love that because and I love I think this is why I'm doing this. Um series also because i know a lot of people hear ancestors and they think yo 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 there she starts you know and mm -hmm. um we're not understanding that you're going to learn about your ancestors without my intervention through your yes. own body through yes. your own body things are going to show up for you i don't intervene i don't do anything mm -hmm. you know but mm -hmm. so, <laughs> yeah continue you were redeemed yes i was redeemed so on a practical <laughs> level in um the, the physiological setting um a woman's yeah. body right now as i'm born i'm born with my eggs right um yes and when my mother carried me in her womb she yes. was, was her so just on that 
very basic, basic, basic level that my eggs are here with me and the eggs yes. are actually representing the human potential, their human potential, waiting for fertilization mm. so that they come into being. That's practical. Mm. Do you get what I mean? And yes. in terms of um, tradition, I'll use tradition as well as a point of reference. When a child yeah. is born, they come either looking like somebody in the family. So Ooh, the gene yeah. person will actually reflect a certain person. They'll be like, yo, yo, yes. yo. You know what I mean? Yes. Uncle's bunny bunny. Do you get what I mean? So yes, yes. From that, without going into science and really digging deep, we can actually say yeah. from our own personal experiences, when somebody's born, they have the capability to look that like their great great grandmother. That you take a yes. picture and you like, look at this person, they look like this person. Do you get what I mean? Yes. I yes. Even behaviorally, my brother, yes. for example, could be as good as my father. Yes. When they laugh, they have the same finger expression, facial expression. <laughs> it's the weirdest yeah. experience ever. I don't get over it. Like, <laughs> I don't need pictures. If I need to know how my dad was, I just have to look at you. I have to observe you. You're like my dad reincarnate. You know what I mean? It's just wow. Like, I mean, to a certain lifestyle. So even in behavior, they will yeah. tell you, you, Vangile. You are so so rude, just like who antis bani banu go hogas bani banim your image. Do you get what I mean? Just from that perspective, without having to go doing to the scientific researches and what what what, you can already tell that there is inheritance is a given. It exists. Do you get what I mean? There isn't a you can get something that comes from three generations back and become an expression yes. of that thing in today's time, in real time. Do you get what yes. That's the yep. basic way to put it for, for, for the benefit, like I said, for the, of ease. Yes. Yes. So going to trauma and ancestry, for me, that was the basis. That was the first thing. So what had happened yeah. for me, and, um, and maybe taking it to the beginning, when I joined the course, I was a student... Yeah. And one of the first modules we did was philosophy. It was not my favorite because I was deeply religious. So it was just yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> it was really just I couldn't wait to get over it. That class wow, polite. <laughs> <laughs> and can you guess that I would take philosophy courses as a finance um honors student at UCT? Almost all my elect, uh, all my electives um, were like um, philosophy. Well, not like were all philosophy modules. <laughs> Go figure, right? I know. I can, that 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 sounds like you. For me, I was deeply religious, and you were not moving me. So there was one thing I got though that they spoke was the law of causality. I didn't get much mm. of the still I can't pass that my 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 motto there was cramp pass forget. So I had cramped <laughs> stayed with me. <laughs> oh gosh. It was causality, right? And yeah. from the point of my spiritual reference, I understood life to be a newborn baby, it's pure essence, right? Mm. And 
through the journey of life, you gather experiences, whether they are yours from your parents and doing things, things you do, and that's the material you work with. When you are facing trauma, when you're facing pain, the memory are limited to the point of your arrival on earth. That was my understanding. But then I actually started having a discord within myself because I started experiencing challenges that I couldn't trace back because this was very, it was a scientific Mm. You're feeling this way, something must have caused it. And for me, I'm yes. limited to lifetime, right? And to the people in my particular yes. realm of existence. So yes. um, I could only trace it to myself. But these things I couldn't trace, they were not mine. You know, I have to be honest. Yes. Not mine. Why am I struggling? Yeah. I didn't do anything that warrants me to yes. be experiencing this particular thing. And that is where I started yes. having issues. Um, but I couldn't, I didn't know how to, 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 to deal with those because I had no framework yes. I had no reference or yes. anything. So when I came into this work, that was my biggest, I don't want to lie. That was my first biggest shift when I understood that wow. I could be carrying trauma that has nothing, that has nothing to do with what I actually did. Do you get what I mean? Yes. I, yes. You know, just as with tradition, just as with legacy is given to you, I am co- I'm a continuum of something. So yes. when I come in, I'm like, yes. no, I'm, alas, I'm, I'm, I'm their extension. I'm a daughter of the Matibagos. I'm the daughter of the Nubians. Yeah. I'm the daughter of the Matibagos. All of that thing yeah. is inside me. It's in my body. Yes. So when I'm thinking of my daughter, I'm not, I can't pick, nitpick what part of me is their daughter <laughs> and what part of me yes. is not. Hey, Amen. Yes. Yes. I'm a daughter of So exactly right. And what that means is that we are everything, and just like we are everything in this yes. body, right? Because you'll have an ancestor that was pro sobriety, an ancestor yes. that was like alcohol is my jam. An ancestor that was all about dancing, an ancestor that lacked all the rhythm in the world, you know? So there'll be all this. And then you'll have an ancestor that had no concept of money. And then we have ancestors, all of us have ancestors that have like big concepts of money, that built things, that the next generation destroyed, and then another ancestor rebuilt. So we have all this within us, right? And it's also about unlocking the things that need to be unlocked mm-hmm. and then healing the things that need healing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and again, on that point of ancestral trauma. So because we're born in the womb and the feminine yeah. is the only entity currently the end that carries a physical body into being and your life begins yeah. in the, the womb being the yeah. center of emotions. It means whatever emotions that yeah. are in that space at the time. That is your world. Do you get what I mean? That is, yes. that is your world. You get what I mean? You Ooh, are not- so you are sitting, so in those nine months, you are sitting in this womb that your mother has and whatever emotions she's carrying, memories she's carrying, it's your house for nine months. You are it's soaking awesome. it all up. Yes. Yes. And remember, at that point, they are still in themselves existent. So their experiences yeah. passed, processed, unprocessed, 
is there. And then if you ever gone, I wish I had specialized in genetics. I'm hoping one day in my life, because we're looking at ease and free time in our wealthy group. Um, as much as just, I get to really go into that. Um, yeah. I didn't like it as well, like philosophy, like things that threaten my belief. <laughs> I love it. Hey, that, that's so interesting because we get to see how our, our thoughts also impact what we open ourselves up to in this world, mm-hmm. right? So, wow, so powerful. Our core beliefs impact what we allow in and how far we go into certain studies and things, you know? Mm -hmm. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now that you're saying it back to me, I'm seeing it. So, yeah, it's genetics as well because, um, you know, that the whole cell division and the forming of the zygote and all of those things, it's, it's all... DNA replication, DNA replication. So, and all of that mm. stuff is within this particular space. So, considering that you're also energy at that point, you're picking up energy, the most intense energy, the present energy is the one that exists in that womb. So, you're also downloading. That's my belief. You know, it's, it's something I'm still working yeah. on and learning on is that you're actually even downloading at that point. Um, your frame of reference as a person. Do you get what I mean? What this is what yes. it is human this is the experience that i have so epigenetics and studies have been done you can google and go there where it talks about the fact that um, i was reading at some point that children of war veterans of the 1876 i don't remember at what country after their parents have died right because yeah. that men were concentrated in very small spaces and unhygienic yeah. and all of those things and in this war yeah. zones that those particular group of um the group of, of, of soldiers they died quickly yeah. right years yeah. later their children die quicker they just die quicker they are not wherever Marbaya Fanji you know they die um so they yes. they'll just say part of the correlation to say it's, it's that important and you like talking about that right example as well but the the essence is that um like i said from the practical examples i gave it whatever has been expressed the gene expression carries more than just the physical manifestation so the good the bad the ugly from lineages before, you know, that's why when somebody says, you know, get over apartheid, get over whatever, we must move forward. It's not easy because there's, there's a lineage that comes from that experience. There were people who were lessened, who were told you are less than God. And not only have they been told that, it's now their way of life that even when after you carry a child immediately, you have lost your sense of um, agency in defining the spiritual space that holds yourself and the child you know modernization westernization so many adopted things that you now fall into as a child right because my grandmother three years ago um had to stop believing in ancestors let me give it the side and doing all of those things and now she has been shrunk She's no longer that goddess. She's no longer in, she can't tap into her activated intuition. She's working seven days, whole week. She's not resting. Her periods are not honored as they used to be honored. Um, so, all the time, 10 children, the father is nowhere to be found. Ukodi mining. Do you get what I mean? So, a lot is tapped with the, the, the womb is no longer that happy space. So, you can imagine now the anxiety. Yep. 
the, the, the depression, the, the sadness, all those emotions that are in this space are the space that your mother was now exposed to. Not only was she exposed to, upon her arrival, she's now taught to lead the same way and to lead the same way. And then now you get conceived in the same womb your place of origin, your place from where you land immediately when you come from spirit reality into reality. And then you also get to, to, to get that, to, 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 to absorb that and it's expressed in your genes. And then you start now being born into this world and now you also carry forth the legacy, right? The, the anxiety, like I said, some of it you won't even know that you're carrying, you know what I mean? Um, the, the, yeah. and, and all those negative emotions you will also have about them so that is what i believe wow. about ancestral trauma and i think the link with money again money is linked to our sacral chakra which is the energy center of the womb if i'm yeah. to put it very light yes and simple yes so and then again we have all agreed for some reason even though some of us were not at the board meeting <laughs> money is how we exchange value um in this world <laughs> I love that. And the fact, and Tony's had something in her interview. We're in, we're doing this interview before hers goes live, right? It goes live in a few days, actually. And she, she talks about how we all buy into this concept of money that just by the fact that like we are now participating in this, we have bought in. So there is already a contractual agreement that we have energetically uh, subscribe to so now we can't just mm. be like yeah mm. i'm gonna check out you bought in so either you're gonna work to change the system yeah. or, or you're just gonna be there struggling with the system <laughs> you know yeah or you go to the mountain <laughs> Exactly. Or, you go to or the we take out, right like we go into we decide to go <laughs> off the like, grid <laughs> right like yes. as long yeah. as you yeah. are part you are in this and you want to exchange value with people and you want to get a product you want to get a service this is the energetic mm-hmm. agreement or contractual agreement that we've had for a yes. while now yeah. yeah so it's 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 for us now to learn how to work with it in a way that yes you know, in a way yep. that grows us, in a way that it brings out the very best to humanity yes. and for ourselves as well, you know. So, yeah, so when you, yep. when, when you come in, like I said, money for me is a vibration, right? Yeah. So immediately you land, your imprint is of worry, is of anxiety, is of fear. Your spiritual agency is diminished already. Uh, I mean, we're talking about extent of creation, right? So, yes, God is the creator. By by by, very, yeah. by if God is the creator, um, then that yeah. means anticipated from the womb. Then you are yes. the co-creation that's happening in the womb. Yes. For you to yes. anything in the world with the contractual that thing agreement that we have with money, you need money, right? So yes. imagine now, it's not there already. You're told God is not there. You are not God. Yes. You don't out the question yes. then somebody comes again oh imali man is pure evil man yeah. you think that you're just coming into this world my friend and that's yeah. happening uh, my child yeah. um all these teachings that you get already yeah. there's a discordance right how are you 
yes right so your your sacral chakra is linked to creativity and sacral chakra governs money and money takes again of who you are energetically so as you know and and the other point um, that came to mind as i was preparing for the interview was that um what biggest lesson for me i'm not i'm digressing a bit but it was the point yeah was the fact that the hardest, that was the hardest lesson, you know, in this group, there comes a point where you're not getting this one, but eventually you, you keep showing up and it comes, was yeah. it's not much about the physical money as much as your interaction with it. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, yes. More money or less money. Yes. So I struggled with that a lot, you know, so yes. Money issues and still be sitting with 50 million in your account, and the money issues yes. are not even that the money is running out. The money yes. is there, is there, is available, but yes. you, is, you is going through some deep anxiety. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's that. that and I love that about the group, right? Because you've yeah. got people with who come and share how much money they've got in the bank, and it's like, whoa, that's oh. a lot, right? And they're like, but everyone is coaching that Mm. the money in the bank is not the true issue, right? (laughs) It's like we are all coaching at the same rate. And then you've got someone who has almost nothing and they're just like, I'm calm this month. It's so relaxed. And then you're like, (laughs) it's such an an amazing thing to observe, right? And that's Mm. where I think most of us don't realize that yeah, the trauma is plays out so differently, right? It's that you can have lots of money and see it and still feel like I don't have enough, right? Yes. And still come into the group and goish that there's mm-hmm. not enough. And yet, mm-hmm. like compared to most of the world, you were like, What are you talking about? That <laughs> because it's got nothing to do with the money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's got nothing yeah. to do with money i think that was that was one yeah. of the biggest, biggest biggest lessons for me as well and i think it was yeah. a challenge when i read that i'm like what does she mean it's everything but money the more you do this work you learn it's everything but money because money will take the shape yeah. of of you i like one one guy yeah. gave a, um and again it's a pastor <laughs> me <Yeah. and> <laughs> i um, love it though I love that the group has so many people with so many varied beliefs and that people in the course come with so many different perspectives because we all learn from each other. And what I love, Polite, is you will teach and give us scripture, you know, for someone like me who has never actually bonded with the Bible or read it, I'll literally go afterwards and Google and even go on YouTube and be like, what is this about? So we mm-hmm. get to learn from so many different perspectives. And I think that is valuable. It shifts yes. our worldview. Yes. Yes. So, um, yeah, I think what you call it, just to, to maybe bring it home with the trauma aspect. I think it's quite clear for many people that, now because money takes the shape of you oh i was saying that one pastor was saying that the mind doesn't have a mind of its own right the mind is like 
whatever class you shape it up to be. So energy feels and takes the shape of that class. You know what I mean? So if you are shrunk, then where's the water? Where's the water going to go through? Where's that energy going to go through? If you expand, you get what I mean? So it's, it's, it takes that shape. So even with the womb and the ancestors, the, 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 the trauma, the money story will take the shape of your womb space. Do you get what I mean? So even like I said, with trauma, um, with the, it's a center, the womb being the center of emotions, whatever trauma that you got from other lifetimes, other generations, and the traumas that you have or the, 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 the negative emotions that impact you, yes. that you have, they are sitting there. You know what I mean? Yes. So be able to tap into, like I said, when you come back, and you become intimately acquainted with yourself, you're able to now reflect and see um, yes. and work from the point of privilege of getting to know that space to say, this is to label it and say, oh, actually, this is this. This is the issue. Yeah. Then I this. And the minute I clear this, then the energy flow becomes easy. Do you get what I mean? Then yes. ability is awakened. Your intuition is awakened. Um, yeah. Your own I like I think you you you're sharing your story then your own particular unique yeah. is yes. such that when you now become thinking of creating yeah. money it, it's yeah. you it's it there's the system yeah. um there is yeah. a set way you say you do a yeah. you do b yeah you will thrive you know if you do care yeah. and then after the strategize and yeah. you will thrive but the privilege yeah. of getting into your womb hearing yes aligns you so much to your soul that you're able yes. to I actually yeah keeping Galala for days and I work three days I can make three million you get what I mean yeah yeah the realm of the impossible and the impossible yes you get what I mean exactly so, because yeah. Oh my gosh. And I love it because this brings us back to where you started that trauma desensitizes us to ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. And there is a trauma of coming from the womb into this world. And like you said, losing all this agency, because I think that was the thing for me. It was this, like, I know, and that's what I love about teaching this work, because I've seen how over the years I went from doing the very most to, uh-uh, we don't do that. No. Mm -hmm. And I have seen how the more I align to that core that is me, I am mm -hmm. able to, I am able to just do more and start new streams of income and grow my business. And it's weird when I say to people, I cannot go from pillar to post. Do not ask me to go network from here to Timbuktu. I cannot. It's the one thing that will ruin everything for me. And that's why my first company failed so dismally. I was mm. trying to build it in a way that I had been taught in business school, you know? Mm. So in mm. business school, I had been taught that this is the way that you build a business. And so mm. I went ahead and I did that. And it was one of the most catastrophically traumatic experiences for me because it went against the core of who I am. You know, mm -hmm. I was told to work 16 hour days. I was told to go to networking sessions, to seek people, to do things. And like at my core, that is not who I am. Hey, 
That is literally not me. You guys know I'm like sometimes, oh, I'm working from the beach in Vietnam today. I'm just chilling. I'm doing live videos on a hammock or a beach or somewhere. And it's just, that is the way that Wealthy Money was able to grow. I tried doing it in the formal way. It didn't work because it wasn't aligning to the core of who I am at my deepest core, which is literally like me. Oh, okay. Now I've had a beach day. I'm just going to do a video on money trauma <laughs> at the beach randomly. I'm going to do a live in five minutes. When do you just <laughs> sipping some cocktail? <laughs> I know you guys are so used to that. So, right. You're just like, what the hell? Like, wow. and I found that, right? Now, mm -hmm. I found that the students don't complain. Why? Because one of the things that you guys have found, and you guys actually sometimes say to me, Van, it's time for you to go traveling to do something because you see the difference in the content, the difference mm -hmm. in what I teach, how I show up, right? When mm -hmm. I am doing that versus when I'm trying to do it in the formal manner and i'm like there is a set time tomorrow these are the days when i'll show up for the lives forget it you know that is not how it works so yeah. this brings me to this amazing um the next question which i'm sure everybody's yeah. like so what shifts have you seen in your income in your finances since starting the money magic course right. <laughs> i, I know there's notes here <laughs> <laughs> um so in my income and in my uh sorry just i'm i like i said i'm a notes person oh no it's okay <laughs> whatever works for you i don't mind <laughs> all right so in my income the the shift i have seen one was um i have a particular day particular day that was yeah a, this way like you do the work, you keep showing up, you do the work, you're like, I'm not getting it, but I get other things. The nice thing about the work is it's it's so beautiful because as it unfolds, it brings its own gift, it shifts and yeah. then it deepens and it yeah. goes, and then you you elevate and you expand as you go. So this, yeah. my biggest thing was income, right? Um, and yeah. my history, I always thought my origin yeah. was you go to school, you get into yeah. a career, you choose a career, then you're going to work, yeah. and then you're going to yeah. earn an income, right? Yeah. If you can, I mean, being a business person wasn't so popular back then, right? Um, yeah. You need to go owners and retired people. Actually, yeah. Stay at home, others, you know. Yeah. Unemployment, I was in Bukputatswana at the time. It was a bunch of yeah. area for the benefit of people who are not there. Um, we're not in South African, we're not familiar with our history. And at the time, everybody was working. They, they, my, our, the, the leader then did not like people on the streets, period, you know. So the unemployment was like not really an existing thing. But yeah. um, my, my, my paradigm was once you get a job, you will get an income. Once you get yeah. a job, you will get a certain job will get you a certain amount of income right so that yes. was my time that is how i was indoctrinated from the beginning yes. then came the era of entrepreneurship freedom and all of those things then hey 
kubizi emhlabeni pressa pusha panda you remember that era and well I, i came in later there were people who were there from the beginning and oh I my gosh the the pusha panda area the hustle and guys the, the hashtag team no sleep they are still there those people still traumatizing some of us <laughs> <laughs> and we are traumatizing them as well. <laughs> um, so for, for me, how the shift came when I first realized that I can determine the mode with which money comes into my life. This was through the income challenge. Mm, that was the first thing yes. that I predetermine the method, the mode, the frequency, and yes. the speed with which yes. money comes yep. into my life you know um yep. i had a vague idea of that and like i said how mm-hmm. i was raised school that made this it was dissociated so i hadn't embodied yeah. that yet i knew it but i didn't know it you know so when i actually realized that huh oh my god and you like say i, I always quote you in my mind you know how you always say guys who said <laughs> guys who said <laughs> who said you should only get paid 12 times say yeah who decided that people can only be paid 12 times and yeah you know i hate that like who decided though right and i yeah. love that like i trigger you guys all the time with that who said <laughs> that money must only come into your bank account at the end of every month why can't it come every single day that you're making something even if it's a hundred rand here you know twenty dollars there something you know you can't just there's no rule but we all bought into it and it's crazy that we've all bought into this idea that money comes in bulk 12 times in a year my goodness 365 days this body (laughs) needs food water everything and yet money must only only come every week or every month you know yeah. it's crazy yep <laughs> i know it, it it was one of the biggest income shifts for me and then there was also the income shift of agency and that again relates deeply to my to the womb work as well where yeah. i learned that no actually i can make a decision of how much money i want yes deeply on my worth my self-worth yes value i believe myself because remember money is mm. an exchange more than anything in a sense we are selling ourselves yeah. a vision of ourselves yes a vision of ourselves we believe ourselves to be when we trade yes. you know what i mean the of things yes where we want to exist yes. the spaces we want to experience like you love traveling mm. it's a- yeah so yeah. i had to say Wow, it does not work backwards because for me I thought first work for somebody, save, yeah. then go yeah. travel. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that that's how. But I actually realized no no no, it doesn't come from outside. So that took that power literally from the system. I won't even lie and try to water it down back to myself to say come to think of it because you would make us say guys i'll keep quoting you guys um homework it's the one i don't like it one bit but i have to do it um (laughs) eventually um where you really have to think of your worth you get what i mean outside limitations where you really see yeah i really really 
really want. You go into your womb. Yes. As a woman, even, I mean, yes. started with the womb work. You were teaching us yeah. to the womb and actually find out what do I really, really, really want? Because that is then the income. It's, it becomes that you activate an energy. Yes. That money space, that, that the opportunity, yes. the, the creativity that shows the possibility. Do you get what I mean? That says, yes. what is possible? How can I do this? So your intuition, your drive, everything comes from that center. It gets activated when you draw within. So my income shifts were not actually money, physical money, because I thought income shifts from zero rents, 10,000. <laughs> From 10,000 to 100,000, from 100,000 yeah. to 1 million. Yes, Chisa, we're going to a billion. That's what I said when I thought, yeah, yes, when I, when I had income shifts. I want so when I discovered, oh, yeah, you know, so now only yes. my ages, those were the main income shifts. Savings for yes. me was, yeah, I thought, I didn't think much of the in bank account challenge, you know, <laughs> I was like, fine. <laughs> It's when I do it, she started again with the bank account. <laughs> so, um, but because I think I that's have... what everyone thinks, they just go, Hey, there she goes again, you know, there she goes. Like, I found my piece, there she goes to destroy this piece. I do I it, she just destroys it. I destroy well. people's piece, I know, like, nobody, absolutely no. Man. <laughs> Guys, next you're gonna do the bank. Why then? Why? <laughs> it's very important, you know, when you're a new student, you actually yeah. learn to pace yourself and to yes. And I think patience and a good and understanding that you're healing a lot more than just yourself. It's a generation. Yes. Yourself, you know, yes. it keeps you in doing and showing up for the work. So for savings for yep. me, I'll do one big shift. Savings for me. It shifted from just accumulating money for a purpose, right? Um, yes. For a purpose, because that was yeah. not necessarily my issue. My issue were the distractions. That yes. Me from that which I was trying to build. So yes. I had worked for years, right? And I would yes. say, and then something would happen. Something would come. Every time yeah. I say, hey, people submit their own budgets. Yeah, right? And then now yeah. I, I find myself obliging. So the issue was not Because this. now people have budgeted using you. Yes. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I love it. Or people, um, what we have, it's a, it's a language in the wealthy money. People manifest emergencies and somehow yes. closest to you. And again, relationships, yeah. whatever, then your own sense, you, are, you have unhealed guilt. In your body, yes. Right? Um, yes. You're holding, you know, a lot of guilt. You feel guilty when you don't give mm. people. You don't have boundaries. Yeah. You're scared of saying no because you're losing love. You're scared of losing respect. You're seeming how how. Yes, Bona, Manji, you bought a BMW. Yeah. Now you think you're better and you're not being. Hey, you're not taking yes. us along. I like that analysis of Jenny from the blog. You're not Jenny from the blog. Wait, now you go alone. Yeah. So you're scared of yeah. that. Then suddenly, yeah. yeah I'm a mother of one and I put yeah. money aside. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to invest in something so that um, this becomes a legacy from my son. Then yeah. my aunt, my third aunt from the other relative of that side, <laughs> something happens. Ne? That has absolutely nothing yeah. to do with me. 
but she happens yeah. to be Gogo's favorite granddaughter of the sister. And the grandmother's <laughs> like, ooh, let me try my child, polite. And it's like, yo, 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 you know, Ungani Wako's band, but, and when I, because yes. you vows loyalty to your grandmother, you take yes. the your child without thinking. And then all of a yeah. sudden, you've given it to Auntie's bunny band. Then you yes. don't realize. And then what is left with you now, you start getting palpitations, anxiety around money. Yes. Own story. You're proving the truth of no, there's not enough yeah. money enough for me. Yeah. I'll never make money. I'm never going to make it. And all of those things. Yeah. So that was biggest take away from me the the i mean one of the, the the last bit on savings was it is the place where i got to meet the divine mm. I, I, mm. especially in doing the money work by this yeah. i mean you know when we say namaste 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 yeah yeah you know i i see the god in you i had yes. to see the god in others and assume mm. make it that the God that is able to see me through will see them through without my help. You know what mm. I mean? So, um, because mm. I was emotionally vested in everybody else except for myself. Yes. Yes. That same God that dwells in me is the same God that dwells in them. So I had to Ooh. trust their genius. I had to That's trust the spirit of money connecting with the divine and money meditation coming through. Oh, that is deep. <laughs> Yeah. So when I said that, I was like, ah, oh, okay. So it, it created, without me consciously absolutely doing it, it created a bond that my no mm. from that, you must learn to say no. When people say money, you must learn to say no, you know? That could only sustain yeah. you while, you know? It, it, it can it, only it, sustain you. And that's what I'm saying, right? The thing is that most people will say, learn to say no. And then they force themselves. They say the no, the no, the no. But the guilt trips them up and then one day what they're not realizing is that every time they're doing that and going against a deep vow of loyalty the guilt is letting you know that you're going through a deep vow of loyalty somehow all those no's and those vows of loyalty that you've been breaking without consciously breaking them in the spiritual plane and allowing yourself to release them in the akashic you'll start they come up, right? Those vows of loyalty lead that you've been breaking eventually lead to self-sabotage. So maybe mm. you're not giving money to the family mm. members, but you will manifest, uh, you'll find yourself manifesting a bigger emergency that requires you to use that money for that emergency in some way. And what do we say? We then say to ourselves, you imagine if I'd given that money to my family members, I wouldn't have this money now for this emergency. Ganti, yeah. these two things are not separate from each other. These two things are the same thing. You are still now honoring your vow of loyalty. You just created a different emergency to honor it. Yes, you can I say amen to that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it did that. And then saving again with alignment is a is an act of faith you know because um in one of the works in the income challenge what i learned personally is my and i think this is recent as well in the last video about actions remember in the and i wanted to cover this in in the masculine way of being we were taught yes um, with women when we come out of our body and we're no longer in the womb we don't create we become productive right it's about actions and can do and everything so we are must i am so traumatized by that 
you guys know how that traumatized me. You know, it's not crazy. But I think what I love about the group as well, and as we do this womb work, and again, like this is why I'm excited to interview Mary Lou as well, is that Mm -hmm. we don't just have to operate from the feminine or the masculine. We need to balance the two, right? It's not that I completely negate the masculine way of being, but that I also bring in the feminine way of being. And then I work Mm -hmm. in a way that is aligned with true me you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. somehow mm-hmm. marry the two as to how they show up for me. Yes. So I love yes. that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So now you're called in productivity, productivity, do, 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 do. There is no time for creativity. Do you get what I mean? Yes. <laughs> yes. Think about it. Have fun with it because women like nice things. Yes. The feminine is, is more yeah. and is, is an, it yeah. provides us with a space of the what you call it yeah. powers us with the capacity to handle change. Yeah. Create change. Yes. That's what I mean. So yes. That the capacity to expand and say, what more yeah. could there be? Get what I mean? What, what yeah. is there? What possibility yes. is there? And your feminine, um, again, yeah. if you go back to the God concept of co creation, yeah. or the masculine yeah. coming and co that dance again. Yeah. Uh, between God, men, um, but again, the feminine, the masculine, yeah. the divine. Then yes. As that in my saving alone, as is this thing, it's 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 yeah it's saving ten thousand rands a month, for example. Yeah. Um, my divinity in does not is not limited to what ten thousand rands in real time can do. I hope that comes Ooh. out here. Um, yes. Clear for me, and I'm sure for the money magic students. But let's break it down. <laughs> you know. I think what the best way that I can explain it in terms of an example is how most of us, and I've seen this with myself too. I keep seeing this. And I was just thinking this the other day. I'm like, this is crazy. My budget says this, right? Mm-hmm. And like, these are numbers that have always been on my budget. And so like, and then I pay everything and I'm still getting the same salary. Then why? I kept asking myself this the other day. I was like, why is there more left over? Like after I've gone through everything, why yeah. is there? I'm not complaining. It's just <laughs> that I see the difference, right? I'm like, these are the numbers. They haven't changed, mm-hmm. but there's still that. Like there is a definite shift. And the only way, mm-hmm. and I know the students say this all the time, and you would think I would get it after all, this year, all these years of everybody <laughs> repeating the same thing. But you know, when it Mm -hmm. happens to you and then you start to grasp it and then you're like, hi, no, man, guys, no. Mm -hmm. What what is this? Yeah, so I've seen it as well. It's craziness. Yes, (laughs) it's madness. And and I think, again, when you open yourself up to your divinity, you actually allow, you detach from money being the everything. Do you get what I mean? So Yes, yes. In a divine language, if I may put it that way, just mm. simply represent an intention to do something. Yes. But yes. as much yes. in real time, the ten thousand might not manifest in in, in 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 practical logical terms, might not manifest yes. a ten hectare farm. But yes. you put that money there with that intention. Yes. Yes. I think every spiritual guru and every spiritual place you get into or any teaching place that's authentic will tell you yeah. 
sometimes all you need is to take the first step and the divine conspires. Do you get what I yeah. mean? So start yeah. making from from that. And I think that's one one of my favorite, favorite learning curves was when you made us do a resource strategy. You get what I mean? Yes. Like, Lesson four of the money magic course. I am so glad. That's one of my favorite lessons. Nobody ever brings and nobody has brought it up so far. The resource strategy is life-changing. Life-changing. It's the best because you start acknowledging because like I said, money is energy of exchange, but it's not the only, so to say, right? Yes. The one on, right? There are many other frequencies. Yes. There are many other ways that we manifest in this yeah. world right help ourselves in yeah. so our resources mm. um have ourselves as resources our healing as resources yeah. um and all of those things because and sometimes when you it's a, like i said savings and act of faith for me as well would be yes. um i'll be sitting with my womb um and i'll be on i'll be yeah. open i was saving yeah. towards something right and i was so like so yeah. happy i'm like and this income talent, <laughs> I should be the one of this one, I got it. And I'm doing yes. the pots are cooking. And then yeah. I and I'm doing womb and I'm sitting there with my womb and they're like, uh, and I, I see something on, on Facebook, yeah. my timeline. Yeah, it's full of emails yeah. and all of that. And you posted something and my spirit said, yeah, that's the one. Or register with that money. I'm like, how? But how does that registration get me there? Do you get what I mean? <laughs> I love that you said that, hey? You know, because <laughs> we override that. And that has happened to me often, polite. So often, where I'm like, okay, I've now got the savings goal. Then I'm like, scroll, scroll. And then like something comes up. And like, even this morning, like, woke up and then I got. Uh, I got guidance. I was like, okay, for this, for the womb work, you want to order A, B, C, D herbs on Amazon, get them shipped as soon as possible. You're going to start brewing your own teas. You're going to start doing your yoni steams from these. I'm like, shipping costs? Like, no way. You know, I'm just like, surely there's an easier way to do this. But what I have seen is when I follow that guidance, what mm. happens as I do that? And I sign up for all that, like you're saying, and my womb is guiding me. This has happened to me so often, guys. Where like I'll be like, oh, I really don't want to spend that. I really don't want to hire that coach. And then the magic really starts popping. You know, yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. oh, that was just an easier and faster way to reach Yay. my goal. Yeah. <laughs> and I think yeah. that's why I appreciate you as a teacher because some of these things, like I said, remember I grew up in a place where things were linear. This is how things are supposed yeah. to be and this is how things come about. Yeah. Even in our saving, even in our investment journeys and all of those yeah. things, we are doing it in a dissociated manner sometimes, you know? Yes. Um, so yes. Not drawing our deeper intuition because the quick yes. way is not the obvious way. I, I think yeah. my belief right now is that um, logic is not, I thought it was the highest level of intelligence. I mean, I went through school, hello, in this agency. <laughs> But actually realizing yeah. that there's, more, there's more to the body, there's more intelligence outside yeah. this one, even higher yeah. than this particular one. Yeah. So just having adopted that, then I actually realized, and with the savings, my journey in the savings, it was, like yeah. I said, God, it was my, my first interaction yeah. with God in the space and to learn yeah. to walk yeah. with them and to learn to, to, to yeah. you know, to flow. Like I said, yeah. femininity, flow and fluidity. And when you tap into it, you, yes. you actually 
have the privilege of working in the capacity of change and being able to handle yes. change when it comes and to yes. maneuver, you know. Sometimes you're thinking, yes. after this, I'm going to buy a farm. And you know, the, 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 you get an inclination that says, no, 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 go have tea at restaurant XYZ. Yep. <laughs> and you go to that restaurant and you order chamomile yeah. and Tea, yeah. and then all of a sudden, uh, and I'm sorry, I'm borrowing your story. All of a sudden, there is there's a hotel on the table, or there is a plot on the table. Yeah. You know how you didn't yeah. have nobody per se. So that's yes. something saving yes. expression of your intention and expression yes. of faith in your journey in yourself is an honor of your divine. It's an honoring of yes. that it is a stepping stone. That's why even in the Bible, when the, they said some master gave people talents, she said to the one who, who just put the talent and did said, you are a horrible master. Yeah, you're going to come and pick what you didn't sow. And he said, the least you could have done with that penny was to save it. The least, the least. The least, yeah. Yeah. It to save it. It's a stepping stone. It's a seed of faith. It is. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, polite, mm. you have said so much like wow i can't like i feel like every interview just keeps taking me deeper and deeper guys this is these are the conversations we have in the student group like imagine you are in this with like a hundred women and this is the these this is the stuff that they bring to the table daily this is the kind mm-hmm. of your Guys, I'm not, I'm not joking when I say I live in there. We all live in there. We're all like, yo, this is so insane because it's just so transformative in how mm-hmm. things are unpacked, how people share things and unpack them. It is amazing. So my last question, and I had more, but for the sake mm-hmm. of time, right? Mm-hmm. And I think, wow, guys, like you guys will just have to connect with polite offline because you can see what we get all the time so (laughs) this is amazing so please tell us uh, most people feel like they can do the work on their own or they get just as much from the blog or my videos and that's what that's all that they need for the shifts what would you say to those people that Um, because they think that they read the blog post and they listen to me on video and it resonates and it hits. They think it shifts. And I have no doubt because mm-hmm. Joy told me that Van, you have no clue what it is that your videos do and they do mm-hmm. shift people. But so she said to me, I should not say people are not getting a shift because I'm not those people. And I don't know what the, what the work is doing. Right. But mm-hmm. what more is it that people would be, what is the difference between that and mm-hmm. the course and the student group. Yeah. Okay. I can only, I always can only reference my background of medi of, yes. of the field and the, the, the health space. There is what yeah. we call general practitioners and then we have what we call specialists, right? Yes. Um, in the specialist space you have specialist hospitals. Um, yes. Specialist hospitals you even have other layers within. Do you get what I mean? Mm. So practitioner when you walk into a print you will get the benefits because this is a person who is learned who is educated who understands their story and who knows what they're saying do you get what i mean you go there mm. with a, an ache they can't operate you 
they can only reference you. Do you get what I mean? But they mm. will give you a picture of what is going on with you. Do you get what I mean? So yes. to understand that, oh, actually, because yes. they'll ask questions, they'll probe, they will put mm. the status, take your temperature, your weight, and all of those things. Yeah. That is the action. You are having a bad experience at that point, and it is shifting mm. your paradigm from, I am sick, I don't know what's going on, to I am sick, I yeah. know what's going on. Do you get what I mean? Yes. And also, you feel yes. better to do from that. It's, it's like the original placebo because now you know yeah. what's going on. So, yeah. But now the doctor can do more than that, right? Yeah. The deep healing, they can give you the pill to ease the headache. Well, if it's like a simple thing, then maybe tension headache, you can say, ah, don't worry, go home and drink a pill, right? But now, yeah. okay, about trauma. For the most, most yeah. of us care- Conscious or unconscious, most of us carry trauma. Yeah. You're a woman. I mean, I don't even have to go into it. You know what I mean? Some of you yeah. leave it. Just the birthing process itself is traumatic. Just like <laughs> leaving the womb to come into this world. You're already yeah. traumatized, you know, <laughs> and you're not even aware how that starts to alter you, your energy, mm-hmm. your being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, because again, like you said, as much as we spoke about the trauma, the womb again is a safe space that you mm. first, in, you know, there's beauty in it, you know, as much as one day we will get to yeah. share the beauty. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah so for, 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 uh, now I've lost my train of thought. Well, oh, no, so you were saying about the practitioners, and so you know, the, the practitioner can't really go deep in the same yeah. way as a specialist. Yeah. So if you had cancer, right, they always say, say yeah. anxiety or some emotions are the cancer mm-hmm. of the soul. And the scientific research and other researches that show that energy manifests the sickness in our body, right? So there's a deeper correlation between my example and bringing it home to you. So it will be out being in the group and doing it with a coach or doing it in the, in the, with the money magic work cause is that it's like going now to a focal point i was listening to senzekila last week where she said you know they will clean you there the nurses will clean you and then but until they locate the wound so the gp will be telling you that you have a wound the gp will tell you this is what causes the wound it's intellectual now we know it but you're experiencing it but somebody can heal it, you know, somebody trained enough, somebody who has the experience, somebody who's worked with other people can actually go deeper and operate that thing. So you get your CT scans, you get your what, what scans, some are advanced, some are what, what, because of that space, the specialist aspect of that space. So that is my analogy of it to say, you will get value by going into the blog by listening to the videos on the page, you will definitely get value. You can even identify. That's how I also got into the group. I think you had done an interview with Ausle and you yes. get to see, hey, that's it. That yes. is it. You get so much sense. Do you get what I mean? But yes. now to imagine five generations worth of trauma. Yes. You get what I mean? Imagine yes. on yourself. Do you get what yes. I mean? Yes. Um, yes. Imagine all of that. So it's, 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 it's a correlation for me to say the benefit is when you get into the group is you actually get to get that specialist focused attention. It's like going yes. into a room, into a surgeon's room where now people yes. and in the group, and I'm now going to take it to the group, the group itself, yeah. we grow together because we grow together. Hey, it's, it's a very, big yes, thing. we do myself included. Like, 
I'm growing with you guys. We're all growing. As I expand, I go to my coaches and I come back and I unpack with you guys. I'm like, so this is what happened in my coaching session. This is what my coach said. This is what I learned. Guys, this is how we're going to heal this. I'm going to create a new lesson just for this because I see it. There's so much. I love and this. The beauty, the beauty of the space is that for some reason, everybody's a giver, right? Most people yeah. are givers. So you have people who are also specialists in their own right who can yeah. be saying, okay, practically you can do this ABC, you know? When you come yeah. and say, guys, the trauma I uncovered has to do with, and I'm going to be very explicit right now, has to do with the rape that happened. Then you have somebody in the, in the group who is not just, say, a womb teacher, but a, 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 a qualified um, doctor who has a connection. Do you get what I mean? So Yes, and that happens a lot. Hey, there's qualified doctors yes. who have connections to gynecologists, to yes. cancer specialists, to all sorts of things. And then also we've got this Pumla, right? As soon as that happens, we tag the doctors, we tag this Pumla, we do all sorts of things. And we're like, this needs to be dealt with. How do we deal with this in a holistic mm -hmm. manner? It yes. is. I find yes. that this is what makes the group so powerful for me. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, people yes. share some deep traumas and that we have specialists in there. Like when there's family dynamics that we can't deal with, we tag team coach Nombeliso and we're like, yes. we can't yes. handle this. Please what come help. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so that, that for me is the benefit of the group that for some reason you get to be centralized as well, but it's actual practical stuff as well. Do you get what I mean? And the biggest, biggest, biggest benefit for me is seeing you, you share yourself, you are a learner of your work, you're a student of your work and yeah. you're a coach as well. So you would yeah. come and tell us, for example, guys, I'm going to cross the Indian Oceans tomorrow. And we all go. <laughs> I was working with my coach. This came up, and guys, um, so tomorrow I'm gonna be living in this place, and I'm gonna be crossing the Indian. How are you going to cross it, Rang? Na 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 na. Be like, eh. So we get to see you in action. <laughs> you get what I mean? And what that does in you guys get to experience the crazy of money work as well, right? Because there'll be days yes. when I'll be like, hmm. I just woke up and I got guidance to leave whatever country I'm in. I have to forfeit my return ticket. It's a go, guys. The spirit has spoken. <laughs> it is wild, guys. The work that we do is insane at times. But to tell you the truth, for me, that is the core medicine for us. Because you know what you say? Um, even when you're a parent, it is not what you say, it's who you yeah. are that teaches. Yeah. It's not what you say, yeah. it's who you are. So how I learned to believe in the impossible, it's seeing yes. you living it. Do you get what I mean? And having the process to say that this yeah. person was a mess. And when you're a mess, you come there and you become a mess, you know? And then I, I am an absolute mess the in the group. <laughs> and then... She got a very weird instruction and then she got here. So even if I go out and yeah. 10 mentors in business with 100 years of experience, it's impossible. I have, yeah. an, 
I say because I saw the previous the experience, I saw the yeah. process, I witnessed yeah. it. My shift yeah. in that just by just looking at you leaving your the the, the teachings is for yeah. me the medicine profound. So I think Aww. that be the what why I would encourage somebody to say rather come in. You know, it's 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 a it's a home and it's it's a whole specialist unit with many people yeah. who are us right because we are yeah. healing so our responsibility yeah. mentality yeah. has that space nobody said yeah. that if i gave van this yeah. idea then it's gone yeah. forever it's mine yeah. no there is that space where people give there's no fear of just giving yeah 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 and i love it because most of us will will give ideas and give things and most times we've all gotten to the point where we're like yeah, that sounds like work for me. Um, I'm going to skip your idea. I see it's got money involved, but it's no longer my path. Someone yeah. else will hop on that, right? And yeah. I feel like that's what I love about this group is this sense of, I, I also like Tony mentions this, that this, I don't know a space where people are just so willing to help, so willing to give, so willing to hop mm-hmm. on a call to see another person succeed so much. It's just, it's beautiful. And I think for me, I won't lie. I was intentional when I started this group, right? Like that I don't have this uh, background where I was a popular kid, where I had a tribe. So I wanted a space where I was like, I can be truly me. And everyone that comes is truly them as well. And they don't think Mm -hmm. twice about giving, you know, they don't think twice about receiving, but like they are fully here with the intent of what do I give? And they see from that, that they get so much value as well. Right. So it was so intentional and I didn't really understand. It was just, I wanted a space to heal me. Mm-hmm. The little girl and the teen girl who was always awkward is still in many ways very awkward. I mean, I am, if you think about it, I'm like <laughs> the person that wakes up. I mean, I'm awkward in a fancy manner now, right? Yes. In a fancy way. I'm just that woman who wakes up and goes, oh, I just packed my bags, guys. Like I'm heading to Thailand right now without even, and I just booked the plane ticket, without any preconception, without anything. I am still a little awkward in that way, you know? It's not, it's, I'm not following the traditional norms. And I think my courage is coming from being around other like souls who embrace that and think it's awesome. And I think that we all do that for each other because maybe we all carry that within ourselves. Within ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to say, wow, we've taken so much time from you. I just wanted to say, oh my God, thank you for coming on the show. And how can people reach out to you? How do people get hold of you? I know there are mothers that are thinking we need our children to be part of this platform, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to what you're teaching. I'm thinking young girls, imagine young teenage girls who have just gotten mm-hmm. their period. That is so a beautiful niche. We don't teach womb work to young, uh, to the young ones and 
We don't teach them how to embrace themselves. And I'm sure there are mothers that are sitting here and going, this woman can help my daughter. Because that's also a big thing. If we can teach teenage girls this work and teach them how to embrace that part of themselves. Oh my God, how healing is that? How do people get hold of you? You just affirmed me. Thank you so much. Um, you can contact me, my Facebook. I'm on Facebook only for now. Um, I'm, I'm yet to adjust to Instagram and Twitter. My name is Polite M. Majila. That's where you can get hold of me. Um, you yeah. can inbox me or you can contact me on my work number, which is 067-1133427. On email, it's P l majila at gmail.com thank okay. you guys you will get all that in the mailing list and in the newsletters and in the interest of time i'm going to keep the um the conclusion really short thank you so mm-hmm. much for tuning in i know today's um interview was long but my spirit would not let me cut it short. It didn't feel right to cut it short. And I feel like you guys got a lot from today. Thank you, Polite. And guys, if this resonated with you and you are like, I need to be in the space, I need to be doing this work deeper. I wanna do the money magic work that is not just about the money, right? Let, uh, please feel free to inbox me, contact me, or go to wealthy-money.com forward slash money magic. Again, wealthy-money.com forward slash money magic and sign up for the money magic course or get on the waiting list for when next we open for registration. Thank you, Polite, and thank you everyone thank you so for tuning in. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you find this podcast helpful and enlightening, please can you do me a favor and go leave the podcast a five-star review on iTunes or leave a comment on YouTube. And of course, share it with your family and friends. I would really appreciate it because it would help other money magicians who are looking to change their relationship with money find this podcast which would really make my day also as a bonus if you're interested in changing your spending habits i have a complimentary ebook for you you can download it at wealthy-money.com forward slash workbook again wealthy-money.com forward slash workbook Have a fantastic day further and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Money Magic Podcast.